Hello guys, welcome to the Transformation Game Plan Podcast, where we're going to be giving you the game plan to transform. It's an all-encompassing podcast about transformations, performance, physique, productivity, habits and chats, with some incredible guests chucked in along the way. So if you enjoy this podcast, then do me a favour, share it with a friend and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Guys, I hope you are good. I hope you are well. We are joined today on another bad boy episode of this podcast season with another fine guest. Again, the accents move further and further north every single time you listen. Um, so today I'm joined by Christian. If you want to introduce yourself, mate, let us know a bit about who you are. Firstly, Travis, thanks very much for having me on, brother. And I hope everyone can understand me. I actually used to live in England for like five and a half years. So I like to think that I speak uh, pretty clearly. Um, so yeah, the accent since I've been back up here though, it's became a bit harsher again. It's not like I lost it or anything, but you definitely can ask way towards what you're doing. But I speak to folk from all over the place. So I hope you can understand me okay anyway. But I'm Christian. Um I'm basically I met Travis through a, a mentorship that I work inside that Travis is part of. And uh we have bounced back and forward quite a few times. Um and we're both very driven coaches. I'm the sort of guy like I'm a very average guy, like I'm not like a like a the stuff that I may do and the things that I kind of push towards and the aspirations that I have, they're very much so like I've created them. Like if you look back and rewind the clock to when I was a wee guy, um, I wasn't like that. I wasn't a naturally gifted person. I wasn't athletic. I wasn't sporty. I don't even like football. Um, I genuinely got like a free, so a C for PE school. Um, and I've kind of really made myself into the person that I am now, like everyone, like no one's just born a certain way. Um, but that's to me, I run a program called Ready for Anything, and we help high achievers and high performers, anyone that's in a leadership role, whether that be from a coach to a CEO to an exec to a teacher to a manager, we help people become the highest performing version of themselves. That's what we do and help them be ready for anything. That is my mission. And I want to help folk go for a bit of a journey that I've been on. So that's a brief and recent history of me. Yeah. And and it 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 shines through in everything you do. Now, I saw, I took a screenshot of one of your clients' stories earlier because I thought, what a great way to start this uh, call. So you said, if there's more reps, do them. If there can be an extra set, do it. If you can push harder, push. If you can get more, take it. If you don't have to say yes, say no. And if it can be done better, get it done. Is that That's attributed to you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about last night. And I was encouraging my guys, like, just to be a bit of an innovator, like, in everything you're doing. I don't want anyone to take this in a way that's like, like, I'm talking, if you've got the fundamentals nailed down, then adopt this mentality. Don't adopt this mentality when you have not got the basics nailed down. If you're at a point where... You're not being consistent with your nutrition. You're a bit up and down. You've got days that are better than others. Get that shit sorted first. And yeah. obviously that will come within there. And once you have this machine created and you are in that flow of developing yourself, you need to then start chasing it because a lot of people get into this mentality where they, they, they I call it getting comfortably uncomfortable. They find comfort within discomfort and they tell themselves they're doing the thing, but they're not. And they're just doing it. They're not actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's a big, big difference as well. I'm glad that you liked that, mate. So it's, it, for me, I think what I took from it is the thing that we all do, like anyone listening to this, you do it, I do it, Christian will do it, and it's effectively turning up and ticking a box. And I see it so much in coaching now. Every coach 
tick the boxes, tick the boxes, tick the boxes. Yeah, okay, I get it. But actually, it's not just a mundane exercise that we should be doing. This is meant to be an inspiration. This is meant to be leading on to something. There's meant to be a bigger picture than just ticking a box. That's very boring and it's not very exciting. So, and that's why I, I took it and I thought, if there's a statement that I've heard that reminds me of you, it's that. Now, the reason I've got you on today and I asked you to come on is, is to talk about my game plan program is very much focused around transformations, changing your body, changing your mind, changing your life, however you want to word it, but basically improving body confidence with your top off, with your top on, whatever it is, right? But also there's something to be said for your program, which is obviously based on performance that creates the transformation the client's looking for, be it that is aesthetics, ultra marathons, et cetera. So I wanted to really talk in and get into the details about your beliefs of kind of why performance is so key to you that then leads to change rather than perhaps just getting a teacher in who needs to lose six pounds and dropping them six pounds and saying goodbye kind of thing. So that's kind of what where we're going with this conversation and what I want the clients to take out of it is that actually, even if you're in a transformation-based program, an aesthetic-based program or a performance-based program, turning up and doing the shit properly will lead to the best transformation you're going to get anyway. Yeah, I think for me, it's like, and, and we spoke about this before, like, I, I love aesthetics, like, I love, like, it's a big part of, of what I do. And it's the, the fundamental and, and we don't, we don't take anyone into a, perf a performance phase as such, if you want, let's imagine, let's, let's imagine we're coining aesthetics as pretty much like bodybuilding-esque type training. And let's imagine performance is like where someone's maybe, they're, they're on a bike, they're swimming, they're running, they're hiking, they're power walking, they're doing a functional workout. This is like performance, right? Now, we do not take anyone to that performance element unless they have skin in the game, experience and competency there that they can step into that right away. If not, we then take them through an initial transformational phase because a transformation to me, not just transformation transformation as in just get, getting someone to lose weight and leaving it there. I'm talking about someone that's really developed great habits, great behaviors, great beliefs. That's a fundamental building block. And that's why we have Prime, which is the first 90 to 180 days. It's getting someone into really good condition, getting them into a great spot so we can then take them to there. And then the reason why I like doing the performance element off the back end of it is that it teaches you a lot about yourself. It, it requires a lot of discipline. It requires a lot of commitment. And with that commitment, it builds a lot of trust, just like doing a, like a transformation in the gym, it does. But the reason why I, I like doing this is because it gets you in different environments. It gets you around different people because when you are in that gym flow, you can get comfortably uncomfortable yeah. when you are in the gym. And, you, and see, the thing is, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you can get bored. You can, yeah. like, see, unless you are very, very, very passionate about physique and aesthetics, most folk get bored. So if you, if you get someone to come in then, you've got someone coming in, they're looking to change their body, they're trying to change their physique, but you know perhaps they've got the a performance goal in mind as well, right? So they've got a little bit of skin in the game, so you're not just going to ignore the fact that, I don't know, maybe they're going to run their first half marathon. How do you get someone to, how do you get someone to do both? What's the main focus for you? Do you drive performance as the main mindset that they're working towards and the nutrition is fueling that or are we going to drop a few pounds through dieting and physique and then add in the running? What's kind of your take on that? How would, because a lot of people come to you, right? And they won't, they'll say, should I bulk or should I cut? Should I focus on my running or should I focus on my food? What, how do we get through that minefield? These are really, really good questions, mate. So um, with what we're doing, it's like, 
it's down to every individual that comes on board. Like what I've what I've found personally, I'll use a few different sort of clients as examples, right? Um, I had a, a client right now that's really killing it from a body comp body comp standpoint, like really really doing well. And it you know that way when you know a client's just really clicked, they've had that penny drop moment. And initially it wasn't there, and I could I just knew that he needed somewhat kind of stimulus. He was carrying a good amount of body fat. He just he wasn't he wasn't near where he wanted to be, and it, he was not nailing his calories wherever he was at. Right, it, it was just there was inconsistency there, and he was a very busy guy. He's in a very very high up role, and I knew that he was into cycling. I knew it's something he'd done for a while ago, and I knew he had a bike. And I went, let's get you signed up for a sportif, which is like a, a sportif cycle is like he done like one in Scotland and it was like a, an 85 mile cycle. He done that. See, when he done that, it became the catalyst to them being like, I'm ready to now do that thing. Yeah. I'm ready to now go and do the transformation. I've built that trust. I've seen what I'm capable of. So that's just an example there of one individual. I've had other people that have come on board as well, but you can tell they're eager as fuck. They want to do it. They want to take over the world. They want to do everything. They want to do the big crazy events. But I'm like, you're not there yet. Yeah. Because I know for where they're at, I'm like, we need to nail this down and I can see their potential and I can see what they want. But when they surround themselves with an environment, you get shiny object syndrome mm-hmm. in my program because you see other people doing things and you're like, oh, I do this, oh, I do that, oh, I do this, oh, I do that. And I'm like, we've got plenty of time. We're in month three right now. You're not going anywhere anytime soon. And I think it really comes down to as well, Travis, like when you create a culture like that and a, and a coaching program, obviously not everyone sees it, but most folks start to see that it's not a two minute thing. Yeah. You know, it's not a 12 week program and they start to understand that here I'm at, I'm going to be here for a while. Yeah. Because I want to be. And I know that for me to do that ascension and do that thing, like it's the same in the, the mentorship that you're part of. Like you wouldn't, I came into that and assumed that in the first month you would be where you are now. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. The building blocks. What about with people though that you know? So, and you'll you'll have had this a hundred times over, right? You've got these people. They come into your training program, and they're like, "Look, I've seen all this. I've seen the shiny object from Instagram. I see it. Like, I follow you. I see all the people doing all these amazing things." Um, and I come into you, Christian. I say, "Look, I'm coming in. I want to drop this amount of kilos, but actually, I want to go and run an Ironman." And you're like, in your head, you're like, "This kid's not ready." How do you deal with that? And and kind of what in a progressive way to encourage people to do the foundation, how do you hold them back in order to slingshot them forward? What's What would you say for that? Just be honest with them. Like if someone's at a point where they're like, see where they're having a really, like, like me and you were chatting about it as well. We were chatting about like you were saying potential something in the future would be like an Iron Man, right? And yep. we just spoke about it. I was like, it's a fucking big ass commitment. Mm. Like it's, it's, it's genuinely like such a big, it's, it's such a commitment that it will genuinely consume your life. It will... It will tank your energy. It will be the one of the best things you've ever done. It will be hard. There'll be it'll get to a point where most of the you'll have weeks, not even days, that will be hard. You will have weeks that just you don't want to even turn up. You'll have self-doubt. You'll have success ceilings. And I'll be like, are you ready for that? Yeah. Are you genuinely ready for that? And like if someone doesn't have that, like the, the machine that I was taught, like their physique nailed down and they don't have those fundamentals there, I'll say to them as well. I'm like, like for where you're at, you're probably going to lose your physique, not because you can't do both because you don't have the miles in your muscle. Mm. You don't have the miles in your legs to be at that point yet to essentially work at that bandwidth. But what I would suggest to do, and then I would map it out and I would say, I had a conversation with someone that joined over the past few months and they want to do an Ironman next year, potentially 70.3 or full distance. They're not to say yet, they've got kids and that. And obviously you need to think like, this is how big a commitment this is. 
So we set out some stuff in the, the timeline, we mapped it all out. And it, this is the, what this does though, is as well though, Travis, is it allows you to create great vision and have great conversations with your clients because they're so like, they, they understand the ascension in this and it's great to coach. And this isn't me just pulling wool over someone's eyes to go like, oh, you need to stay and work with me. Like it's, it's a genuine process. It's like, this is going to take a while. I mean, yeah, sure. And it, it's a, I think it's applicable to anyone. It doesn't necessarily matter what level you're at. If you're aiming to achieve something, if you want to be able to sustain that level and actually achieve that thing, you're, you know, like skin in the game is the phrase you used is, is true. Like you need to make sure that you're doing the basics, the foundations, are you prepped and ready? Like people don't just join my program and do a photo shoot. That's not like some people are, but they've been well assessed in terms of what they've already done in their performance. And I think it's really important for the listeners to understand that you can have crazy, crazy goals, but what Christian is saying as well is that it's also important that they might not be an immediate goal. It might be about having exciting checkpoints that lead you forward into that goal, whether it be one year, two years, three years, four years, whatever it is, whether it's six months, actually having checkpoints to almost qualify yourself to join that event. Like qualifying to go and do an Ironman, if it means doing a 70.3 first or something like that, which is a half for anyone that doesn't know. Um, and I think that's really like a really important thing for listeners is, you know, you can come in uh, and I hear it a lot and you'll hear it a lot is people that played sport, right? Like there's quite a lot of people come into these sort of programs that are competitive. So whether it's to get shredded or whether it's to do something crazy, they've probably played sport. They've got some element of competition, but Barry, because you played football for 60 minutes a week for the last six years, but on a Sunday league doesn't mean you're going to go and run a marathon tomorrow. Like you have to earn that right to play, like pay to play, earn a right sort of thing. Yeah. And a lot of people now as well, Travis, like the idea of doing the thing. You just like the idea of it, but they yeah. don't they don't know. Like and, and this is from someone that genuinely like I, I've I've done lots of different events now and, and definitely in the past couple of years it's I've I've leveled things up with that term of commitment and being able to to maintain that with my passion for keeping my physique in good order, being in a good spot. Like it takes time to do this stuff, but it's I just don't think people are aware of the commitment because I said it already, but you can do something, you can do it well. And I spoke about this in a podcast that I was I was talk, recording last week and it was saying like, I'm not slandering someone for doing a five and a half hour marathon, but if you're a 25 to 35 year old able-bodied person that has the ability to train four to seven times per week and you turn up and you run a half-baked marathon because you didn't do the work, you should be ashamed because you didn't do the work. You shouldn't be yeah. ashamed of doing the thing. But it's like, like it's damn, and folk might listen and go, that's not nice. It's like, I'm not talking about someone that's maybe came back from an injury or, or had a, a chronic disease or has been severely overweight. I am talking about a fucking able-bodied person. And how many folk do you see do that now? So yeah. many. Yeah. They sign up for things and then they just don't do the work required and they show up on the day and think it's going to be okay. Like, no, fully. I think, we because we spoke about it when we spoke about the Iron Man and, and you see it so much. You see people again, it comes down to shiny objects. And I think for the listeners, that's important to understand is like it's not it's not slating you because you know you're not taking on these big goals and it's not putting you down and saying you can't do it. But actually be picking something that actually inspires you to do the work is the key. If it's not gonna make you do the work and you're gonna turn up half-assed, no one's really interested. Like it's not a big enough goal for you, clearly. If you can turn up and do it on the day, I've done one. I turned up and did a marathon on the day. I didn't get a great time, but I just didn't train because I wasn't that inspired. I didn't really want to do it. It was really just a waste of time and then a waste of my body for the next three weeks after because everything was broken and hurt. Like, yeah, exactly. I wasn't yeah. conditioned, but 
it didn't inspire me enough. So when you're looking to do something, obviously get into the why of why you're doing it, because that's that's what's going to help you put the skin in the game in the training to get it done. It's exactly why I spoke to you about the Ironman, because it's like, I can't do that, which I don't like the fact that I can't do that. I can't just go out and do it, which I'm like, no, something's not right here. So I need to go and do the work. And I think I think that's what we're always trying to encourage is people to to step outside their comfort zone and not just tick the boxes. And I think that's why your program comes across probably really strong on socials because you see people doing outlandish things, but they've they've earned that right. Yeah. And it's like a rite of passage. I don't know where that's like a, I used to serve in the military and like one thing I loved about the forces, it was always this like there was doesn't matter what level you are or what it was, if someone was a chef or someone was a Royal Marine commando or someone was like a I mean, like whatever role they were in, there was always like a, an entry pass for everything that you'd done. Mm. And there was almost like this, like you had to do it. Doesn't, it didn't have to be ridiculously hard, but it was like, there was almost like you had to do this thing to to get this badge or yeah. wear that stripe. or And that's why I always use this, the term earn your stripes mm. because it's like you do, you need to do it. And it's, it's, it's a very good thing knowing that like a, a lot of the, quite a lot of the events that I've coached clients to do and stuff now, like especially with the sort of bigger distance things, ultra, ultra marathons, um, Ironman 70 point freeze, these different things. Like, I'm like, you should be proud to be stood in the start line and look to your left and look to your right because everyone stood there has done an equal or somewhere around equal amount of work to be stood there. Mm. Yeah. You know I mean? And then it, and, and I think what's telling about it is the people that go through these things, I think for me, it's always about setting the bigger picture that runs alongside. So for me, a lot of people that I get, obviously it could be just losing a couple of stone, right? That's, that's the goal. Like, and that's a perfectly ample goal. But again, it comes down to that level of excitement. But what I find is a lot of people will also have more excitement by achieving something. So similar to you, there's lots of stuff going on my program. Obviously there's lots of photo shoots this year. We've got a group doing high rocks this year. We've got a group doing the great Eastern run, which is the half marathon. Uh, which is right around the corner from where we're based, which is great. Some of those people doing those join the program to lose a little bit of fat. But now they're doing the great Eastern run of photo shoot and a high rocks because they can, because they've earned that right. They've built that excitement. And I think that's like why I wanted to center this conversation around performance doesn't mean no aesthetics and aesthetics doesn't mean no performance, but actually depending on where you put your mind in terms of your effort is obviously where you're going to get more out. So like you say, if you just dive straight into a into a high rocks prep or I don't know, your Iron Man, potentially the condition and the aesthetic that you're looking for may not come. So you've got to do both. And I think that's why it's so important to really understand your goals, but also to have that little bit of excitement. So again, yeah. if you if you had someone like any random person now that said to you, like, I don't know, they want to lose a stone or two stone, let's go two stone, 28 pounds, what, 14 kilos, 13 kilos, something like that. But also they're doing they've they've never run before and they want to do couch to half marathon. If you was going to give your free advice to that person, how would you structure that in terms of their importance? Obviously, we know nutrition, we know training. If you're listening to this and you don't, then I'll be very surprised. But kind of how would you set that up in a way of would you try and run them both parallel? Would you do fat loss a little bit first? Or kind of what would you say the important part is in terms of conditioning? So they've never run, so they're couch to half marathon and they've got a couple of a uh, couple of stones to lose. It really depends on where they start. If this person's like quite morbidly obese, I would be saying to them, like, I don't really want you fucking your knees up yeah. because it's like genuinely going out. I, like I, I talk to people about this and they, they're unaware of it. Like your fat mass is not doing anything for you. 
mm. because it's, it's responsible for zero performance. Like, let's say, for example, there was a Christian A and a Christian B, and Christian B weighed 30 kilograms more in fat mass, no lean mass, just pure fat mass. That is like me wearing a 30 kilogram vest and then going for a run. Mm. So like that's the vision I paint for people when they're like they're they're, they're carrying a lot of body fat, and I have clients and I've got clients now that are on a fat loss journey that's going to be a bit longer and they have got big events for next year, but I'm like you need to do the work now otherwise this isn't just get you there and lose a bit of weight. We need to do this training block and you need to be getting lighter, and see what that actually does. It actually puts a fucking a load of healthy pressure on them. Yeah. Yeah, because we're not we're looking at it for functionality. It's like I don't want you to get fucked up knees, and I don't want you to have a bad experience doing this. So we need to we need to go to we need to hurry up. Do you know what I mean we need to get to work? So for me, it really comes down to where the person's at, what they're doing, and their commitment to it. Like something that you were talking about recently with photoshoot prep was uh, like a fourteen day period. Like how how committed can someone be for fourteen days with their calories? And it's like it's the same sort of thing. It's like it's how committed is someone to doing this? If they they need to, like, if you're going to do this, you need to be, I, I'm very, very clear with people, like, about their expectations before they do something. I'm like, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Are you ready for that? This is, like, if we do this, you've got this experience or this experience, and it really comes down to where they're at. But, like, if someone's on, what, what I basically do is, like, if someone's going through a bit of a, a transformation and they're on a fat loss journey, they're maybe not carrying significant, let's say the person's maybe, like, 200 odd pounds and they're literally like i don't know um a male five foot eight somewhere about that and they're about 200 pounds and they're carrying it but they could do be losing about 20 pounds and i know that in like six months they've got like a half marathon i'll just literally start to phase that in gradually yeah. over time and and then just what i'll do is once things start to get a bit more higher and they're doing bigger i'll, I'll just teach them how to essentially cycle their calories a bit higher and do eat back on the days that their train's a bit higher but to be honest mate like it's not until you start doing like anything exceeding like two hours that you can you can get away with it. That's my yeah. sort of rule of thumb is like see if you're if you're training just for like don't get me wrong, like I'm dieting right now. We're gonna do a photo shoot in like five and a half weeks. The days that I run and the days that I do my high rocks train for the high rocks we're going for, my fucking appetite's way higher. Yeah. So for someone that doesn't have a grip of these things, it is going to be more suboptimal. It's not gonna say it isn't optimal, it's just less optimal. So I think it's just it's you need to just be clear with your communication to people. Yeah. Just very cool. clear and concise. First of all, what high rocks are you doing? Um, we've not booked yet. We're going to do Milan. Oh, all right. Nice. It's a bit more glamorous than what I'm doing in London, but all right. Um, <laughs> and second of all, what about then? So this is great stuff. What about for someone then that's done what we've just spoken about? So they've gone and achieved that goal that we've just said. So they've lost their two stone. They've run their half marathon. How do you create an element? Because that's hard work, right? That's hard graph. How do you get someone to create that sustainability of excitement? For you, is it about getting more skin in the game and constantly looking for more in terms of physical performance, although possibly not aesthetics? What's like? What does that look like for you in terms of being better? Because I think sometimes in terms of maintenance and calories and maintaining a body shape is very, very important. In terms of maintaining physical performance and stuff like that, I, I think that's almost, again, suboptimal, right? Because we can probably all be better all the time at the yeah. right time, of course. Yeah. 
there's going to be times where you put your foot on the, the sort of hypothetical gas, isn't it? And put the pedal down and push more in other areas. And it's, it's ebbs and flows that I describe it as like a circle, Travis, like no one can see me draw this circle right now in my hands. <laughs> and the more you do something and the more you step into, let's call it a season and a cycle, a prep, a photo shoot, um, a gain phase where you're trying to pack on, get really strong, a strength block, um, a performance block, a speed block, a fucking peep, whatever it is you're trying to do, right? Every time you return to one and you venture into a new one, your circle and ability just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So you don't, you're not able to spend more plates, you're able to spend bigger plates. So essentially the baseline that you operate at grows. But mate, this is the big part with my program that I genuinely pride myself on. I know that we're doing that mindset transformation is like, are you the person that you say you are? And are, have you got an undeniable stack of evidence that says you are that person. And that's being clear on what makes you tick, what you value, what you like, what you don't like, and are you living like the person you want to be? And I know that's pretty fucking deep, but that's the shit that so many folk don't know. Yeah. And I think it comes down to those standards. I had a conversation with someone earlier and they used the terminology of people normalizing shit standards. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, yeah, people do it all the time. So I think that's, the things that you've just spoken about there are like probably compounded by actually what are your standards? Have your standards improved as you've got better or are they the same as you were like, and I think therefore trying to kick on. So for me, like I said, I run a marathon. So I'm like, what's next? Obviously we spoke about the mentorship. I'm like, what's next? But I think some people, and I don't know how you combat this. I think some people think I'm just never happy. Like it's not good enough, but actually it's not that it's like, but once you've achieved it, it feels like a backward step to not go forward. Like, not necessarily now. I don't walk out, do a marathon, then tomorrow I need to do a whole ultra. And then, like, but again, spinning that bigger plate, as you said, I think, how do you how do you combat that for people that maybe think that's, I don't know, maybe a negative thing where people think you're not happy or that you always wanted more and it's it's negative? How What's your thoughts on that? I think it's one of those ones, like, an honest answer is that, like, I, I genuinely don't know because you're always just like, I, I think for me, the thing that I've really, I'm, I'm looking at my wall right now, I've got the values of my company written on there, determination, humor, honesty, personal responsibility and flexibility. And that's like like me as like as a leader at my business. But the ones that I would add to that for me personally are like travel, great foods, um, experiences, family, memories, like in great conversation, just like this. And for me, it's like, Am I meeting those those things? Am I am I embodying discipline? Am I embodying determination? Am I embodying honesty? Am I embodying humor? And what you find, Travis, is that when you go through these things, typically when you go through a prep and like a dieting phase, a lot of folks associate with them with them being their best, right? Now, a lot of people don't understand what they value. They have a lot of junk values, right? They value a lot of things. And when someone's forced into an evolution and they do it well, like a shoot prep or a prep for an event, and they, they just embody it, right? What they don't realize is that human beings crave progress and discipline for every human being, but they might not know it, right? And then what happens is they go into this prep and they have it, but because they're maybe not actually... You know when folks say things in the gym, right? And they go, that's Travis. I remember I used to take classes in the gym and folk would go, I don't know why we're always here, but we just keep coming back, right? That's someone trying to say, I really value discipline. Yeah, it's a great shout because you hear it all the time. You know, all the time. People yeah. do gym floor PT and people will still say, I'm always here. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you are. It's a great value shout. discipline. Yeah, it's a great shout. And I think sometimes, like you say, you don't know it. And it comes down to sometimes, for me, I've noticed people sometimes need 
two two evolutions as you put it two spin so they'll do one and maybe they won't value it as much as they realize and they won't love it and then say a shoot or whatever and then it comes away and they're like absolutely lost like a deer in headlights they're like I don't know what to do myself. I haven't got that discipline. I haven't got that structure and I need it and I'm struggling to replace it. And you see people start to really struggle with it. And uh, I think it's a really valuable point because there'll be listeners here that don't like, that will have heard what you've got up on your wall and they'll be a bit like, is he? Is that on your wall, mate? If I wrote on my wall, I'm going to do my head in. Um, mm. But it's actually really valuable to understand that you learn that as you go through. Like yeah. I struggle now when I'm not prepping, even though I'm struggling more on this prep more than I have in any other last one because it's now been for so long. I know deep down when it comes away to an extent after about a week or two, I'll be like, okay, what's next? Luckily, I've got a holiday straight after, but actually understanding that you value it is probably a really difficult thing that people don't don't necessarily understand. So it's a good, it's a good point and hopefully something people will take away. Now, what I'm going to do at the end of each of these episodes is obviously ask my guests two questions. Um, like I say, they're quite short, so people actually listen, because I don't think people listen to an hour anymore. So I've got two questions for you, Christian. The first one is, if you had your most valuable tip that you was going to give away to all the listeners here in terms of their fitness journey, probably is the best bet or anything else, what is the most valuable tip you could give someone to improve in their performance and transformation? So... I said this in a podcast the other week and it was just framed really, really well when someone asked me, what would you say to someone that struggled with consistency? Because let's be honest, like it's the backbone and I know it's just that consistency is key, but like, when it comes to consistency, a lot of people look at it wrong, right? Consistency is just a time thing. And I learned this a while ago and I remember having this conversation with my partner and I was doing really well in the PT world and I'm in year seven of doing this. And I remember I said to Ailey, fuck, I'm so excited where I am right now. I can't wait to see where I am in year six because I just doubled. And what I was doing was I was just going, right, well, I'm doing this thing. I'm not going to stop doing it. And this is the thing that I want to do. Therefore, I'm playing the bigger game now. And what a lot of people need to realize when it comes to any journey of progress and, and transformation in this case here, it's just a fucking time thing. I yeah. want you to imagine... Your, your journey was like a ball and you dropped it off a bridge, right? It's still going to fall in the same direction. It's still going to hit a ball. Let's imagine the point from it starting to the point that it ending is your day you're born, the day you finish, right? See the speed at which that ball travels in the first three foot versus the last three foot. It's a hell of a lot faster. And you need to imagine that consistency, that time, that lifetime, your momentum and everything that you do is going to increase through effectiveness through time so stop looking at it as like i can't be consistent and start looking at it like if i keep doing this this is where i'm going to be at this year this point or this point and that's how i look at consistency and it's almost like my cheat code to being like like it's like see when i do something travis or i just start something off like see when i started getting into like really developing my business and my, and i was like fuck man i can't wait to be there it wasn't like I was never, I never at one point didn't think I was going to be there because I was like, well, if I just do this, 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 and this person tells me this, I'm going to be there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, my guess. Yeah, I like it. Because uh, I think I'm similar as well. Like, I'll just do what, I'll do the do. Like, if you tell me what to do, I'll do it. If you don't, then you have to think think about it as well. So then you could also tap into the fact that your fitness tip there is actually if you're doing it and creating your own momentum, it's probably quite important to make sure your momentum is in the right direction as well. Cause 
a lot of people spend a lot of time doing the hard stuff that may not necessarily be the right stuff, particularly for that person at that time as well. It's probably my little tag onto that. And then the second question is, what is your biggest bugbear in fitness? Because I like a little bit of a rant, you see, so I like to get one off others as well. Um, angry, angry fitness coaches, really annoyed fitness coaches, like just always angry. And I, I think I'm just like, what the, where the fuck is that coming from? Like, like, see when I just see people bitching about people all the time, I'm like, and it's like really backhanded comments. And I'm like, you're meant to be fucking lifting people up. You're the most uninspiring person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> who, who hurt you, bro? Who hurt you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, it's like when people say things and they're like, they're just like, you can just, you know, when they just come across, you're like, that is so dark. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I it's know. Not... There'll be people listening to this now, particularly in my area, that will have a PT in their mind just from what you said. Just that yeah. same one person, they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, I know who he means." So yeah, just pure sh- shooting from the hip. They're just yeah. like, just shooting from fuck you, like just yeah. hating everyone. And you're like, it just annoys me, and it's like I think it's when people are like, "Oh, they're coaches," and it's like, "Oh my god!" If you have to start. A sentence with like other oh, coaches you're like I, I probably started with that when i was talking about this but i don't know like i'm, I'm just very much like I, I and a part of me used to be like that because i was annoyed and i was against things and i didn't understand them and for me travis when someone doesn't understand something they typically slander it or badmouth it yeah that's typically like because i don't really bad because i'm very curious about things and that's something that i've developed but like if you find someone slander see if you're like anyone listening to this is on a journey and you're starting out you're going to get negative comments from your colleagues. You're going to get negative comments from your family. It's because they don't understand it. Yeah, 100%. It's a great shout. And I think it's very, very common. There's a lot of people that try and do it to polarise. And I, and in terms of a fitness journey, I always tell people, I always talk about it. It's like some people think they're protecting you by putting you down so you don't do it. But most people are protecting themselves because they don't want to have to do it. And because you're taking action, they now feel compromised or threatened by your progress so and that's another thing as well that we see all too often is you'll see people and it it can be your husband or wife it could be your girlfriend it could be your boss at work it could be your brother your sister whatever people will do things subconsciously as well as consciously to protect themselves as well as trying to think they're protecting you like we've all had those conversations no doubt my dad still thinks i should get a proper job so um so yeah very interesting but no it's a it's a good chat now, Christian, before the time runs out on this, where can people reach you if they want to listen to one of your many hundreds of podcasts or on your Instagram? What what plugs have you got? So you can actually, I'm, I'm multi-platform now, man. I'm on uh, Instagram, Facebook. I'm on, on LinkedIn. I don't really use it. Um, but if you just search for me, Instagram is my main platform. KDH Kilo Delta Hotel, in case anyone doesn't understand Scottish dot ready for anything kdh dot ready for anything i'm sure travels would probably tag it in the show notes yeah i'm on you can find all my all my links in there for my podcast it's the ready for anything podcast it's on all channels and i've now started youtube as well i've got a couple of vlogs and videos going up there um so yeah up in the world christian thanks for joining us guys as always christian is right i will pop uh the ads and the everything on the show notes uh leave a comment leave a review and share it with your friends Thank you for listening, guys. If you enjoyed that show, please make sure you drop a review. Make sure you share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe because these podcasts are coming at you thick and fast, one a week. Uh, And again, they are giving you the tips, the hints, the tricks, and giving you the game plan to transform your body. So subscribe, rate, and share it with your friends.